morning, and welcome to the Redeemer's Refuge radio broadcast, brought to you by Redeemer Lutheran Church, One Deer Walk Lane in Charleston, a member congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Redeemer Lutheran Church, help, hope, and home in the body of Christ. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46.1, this speaks to the hope God gives us amid the struggles of life. When life storms blow around us, our Redeemer, Jesus, gives refuge in the mighty fortress of our God. We pray this broadcast will remind you of that beautiful truth today. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord our King, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Merciful God, your Son came to save us and bore our sins on the cross. May we trust in your mercy and know your love, rejoicing in the righteousness that is ours through Jesus Christ, our Good Shepherd. Amen. Our reading for this 14th Sunday in Pentecost is from Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 11 through 14, and 23 through 24. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep that have been scattered, so will I seek out my sheep, and I will rescue them from all places where they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land, and I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, by the ravines and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them with good pasture. And I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them. He shall feed them and be their shepherd, and I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David shall be prince among them. I am the Lord. I have spoken. Everyone realizes that modern society has moved on, and so such quaint things as shepherds, sheep, shepherds, crooks, grazing lands, and other concepts do not hold as much currency for us as they once did. Of course, there are many parts of the world where shepherding sheep and caring for them remain big business and constitute a kind of mainstay for an entire way of life. It's certainly not that way for us. Yet, it was most definitely that way back in the olden days of the Bible, such as we see reflected in the Old Testament and Gospel lessons for this morning. The final verse of today's psalm, in the collect prayer of the day, and even in our offertory song, where we'll hear of the Lamb who was slain, the Lamb who sits on heaven's mercy seat. So as Christians in the modern world, we have to be open, at least, to what the scriptures say about the shepherd-sheep relationship, and open also to all the ways this relationship, that is, remains pertinent in our growing with Jesus during the Pentecost season. In fact, Jesus is revealing in this morning's gospel, or he is revealed in this morning's gospel, as the good shepherd who leaves the 99 sheep in open country to seek out and save the one lost sheep, whom he puts joyfully on his shoulders, 
then throws the sort of party for friends and neighbors that could make one think of, well, the Lord's Supper. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Our Old Testament reading, which, though related to the picture of Jesus revealed in the Holy Gospel, develops the shepherd-sheep theme differently. Our theme, then, for today is, the Lord is my shepherd. Again, we know that modern society has moved on, and we simply do not have the same understanding nowadays as in ancient times of shepherds, sheep, grazing lands, and all the rest. However, it needs to be said that while ancient society had a much greater understanding of pastoral, agrarian, and rural realities than we do, still the ancients were capable of using language and these concepts figuratively, and not just literally, as we might be tempted to believe. So in the ancient Near East, of which Ezekiel was part, the shepherd was a kind of metaphor for the great king. We see evidences of this figurative use in today's Old Testament reading, where God likens himself to a shepherd of his sheep, who goes in search for his sheep. Of course, sheep is another metaphor for people. Israelites in the original situation, and Christians now. Likewise, the shepherd, he feeds them. He leads them into pleasant pasture. He binds up the injured and strengthens the weak. And this is all picture language for the way that the Lord God, in the person of his Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, deals with us. That is to say, the prophet Ezekiel, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, intended the language to be interpreted figuratively, as a parable, if you will. He began with the language of shepherd and sheep that was very well known to the Israelites in the 6th century BC, but it was language intended to point beyond itself to much greater realities. Realities, in fact, that remain pertinent for us, for me and you, living many centuries later. From our Old Testament lesson, we hear, And I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them, he shall feed them and be their shepherd, and I, the Lord, will be their God. And my servant David shall be prince among them. I am the Lord. I have spoken. Yahweh's servant David, of course, looking back to King David, around the year 1000 BC, who in Ezekiel's day was already a figure of the distant past. Then the prophecy looks ahead to Jesus, great David's greater son. But the passage distinguishes between the speaker, who is Lord Yahweh, and Yahweh's servant, David. And we should ponder the fact that our Lord Jesus Christ was of the house and the lineage of David, which we can find in Matthew chapter 1. So what is expressed already in Ezekiel's prophecy is the unique relationship that even now exists, always has and always will exist, between God the Father and Christ the Son. These realities portrayed most completely in John's Gospel are confessed still today. Even as we will confess together our trust in God with the words of the Apostles' Creed, these realities are still confessed in each of the church's creeds. But a foretaste of all this abundance is revealed by the prophet Ezekiel centuries before our Lord Jesus Christ was born in the flesh. In Ezekiel's day, the Israelites, the sheep, several times mentioned in today's prophecy, had been scattered throughout the ancient Near East since August of the year 586 when Jerusalem fell to the Babylonians. 
our prophecy then looks to the day when Yahweh will search out his sheep, that is the scattered remnant of Israel, and restore them to lush pastures atop the mountains of Israel. Hence the sheep will be well led, well provisioned, well watered, and Yahweh will take care of everything. He is their shepherd. Then there is this curious detail about the Lord Yahweh judging between sheep and sheep, between rams and male goats. The strong sheep have hogged the best fodder and sullied the limpid streams. Yahweh takes the oppressed sheep's part. He will not be intimidated by the fat sheep's headbutting and thrusting the weak away by means of their horns. Again, Ezekiel uses picture language to depict those interests in contemporary Israel who were thwarting his ministry, mixing false teaching in with the pure springs of God's word and scattering the already widely scattered sheep still further. But the prophecy looks to the establishment of the one shepherd who will unite them all, the branch of David. Our Lord Jesus Christ shall feed them and be their shepherd. Our Lord Jesus Christ is, of course, he's the fulfillment of Ezekiel's agrarian prophecy. In his every healing miracle, Jesus was binding up the injured and strengthening the weak, as Ezekiel had prophesied. In Jesus' teaching ministry, he opened the scriptures to our understanding, especially in the light of his own death and resurrection. In his forgiveness of repentant sinners' sins, Jesus was feeding them with good pasture and making them to lie down beside the still waters, to cite Psalm 23. In his every hostile encounter against the self-righteous scribes and Pharisees, Jesus was warding off the fat and sleek sheep who trampled down the good pasture and sully the limpid streams. Even the image of the divine shepherds judging gets into the picture. In Matthew 25, Jesus tells of the separation of the nations as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats when the Son of Man appears at the end of the age. Indeed, Jesus identifies himself so closely with the sheep that he became one of them, dying in their place. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. All this we hear in John chapter 1. So all the words of Ezekiel's prophecy were fulfilled in Jesus. In fact, they are still fulfilled. Guess where? Maybe it's the last place you'd expect to find it, but Scripture says it is so. Now the work prophesied by Ezekiel, fulfilled by Jesus, is carried on here and now through the office of the Holy Ministry. Even as imperfect as your pastor, as I may be, nevertheless, this is the truth according to the Scriptures. In today's epistle, St. Paul presents himself as someone who was pitied by Christ Jesus to be Well, an example to those who were to believe in Jesus for eternal life, as we hear in 1 Timothy chapter 1. Surely every pastor, including me, has been pitied to be such an example. For consider that, according to Ezekiel's prophecy, and many places in Scripture, you, beloved, are the sheep. Sorry, I I know that no one wants that moniker, but that's how it is. Christians take the part of sheep in the shepherd-sheep relationship and need to follow a voice. 
Jesus, our good shepherd, in John chapter 10 says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Guess where? In the preaching office, where the Lord Jesus Christ resounds, even right here at Redeemer Lutheran Church in Charleston, West Virginia, in the preaching of the gospel, in the holy absolution, the good shepherd's voice is heard. So the Lord is my shepherd, not only then and there, during the prophetic ministry of Ezekiel, in the fulfillment of Jesus Christ our Lord, but also the Lord is my shepherd here and now, through God's word preached by your pastor, through words of Christian consolation and encouragement from your fellow sheep, and through Christ's holy meal, where he feeds us his very self, body, and blood for the forgiveness of sins and the strengthening of our faith. The Lord is my shepherd. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Let us pray. Almighty God, who called your church to bear witness that you were in Christ reconciling the world to yourself, help us to proclaim the good news of your love, that all who hear it may be drawn to you through him who is lifted up on the cross and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Thank you for giving us a brief moment of your day. Our prayer and hope is that the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will have a positive impact for you as we at Redeemer Lutheran Church endeavor to be help, hope, and home in the body of Christ for all whom we meet. We invite you to come and receive the Lord's blessing through word and sacrament as we gather on Sunday mornings at 1045 for our worship service. We're located at 1 Deer Walk Lane, just off the Paula Road exit on Corridor G. You can find us on the web at RedeemerWV.org and on Facebook at Redeemer Lutheran Church WV. Thank you, and may God bless your day.